0: Hey, hey, you're listening to the Let's Heal Already podcast for the sometimes impatient, sometimes cranky person doing some healing. And I'm your host, JR. I'm an author, actor and speaker from Far Rockaway, New York. And on this podcast, you'll hear me cover ground on a variety of topics from mental wellness and emotional literacy to blackness to masculinity and femininity to ending misogyny and patriarchy to last but not least, bisexuality and ending sexual shame. So this is the last episode of season one of the Let's Heal Already podcast, and I just want to thank all of you for listening and um, tuning in each week and supporting me. It's been very cool. It's been a very cool journey. Just like I never thought that I would turn you know, my YouTube videos into a podcast and then also create podcast episodes exclusively as podcast episodes I think that for a long time I was making YouTube videos kind of as like a video journal or something like that like through my mental wellness journey and I wasn't really doing it with the intention of necessarily like uh, people tuning in I didn't really think about that to be honest and so because I didn't think about that I didn't necessarily think about instantly turning whatever videos I put up into podcast uh, form and um, you know obviously there are some great things that came out of that just like this like freedom that I had and I didn't really know what I was doing it was just kind of like uh, oh, let's just see what sticks and I kind of came up with like really creative videos and I didn't really feel encumbered or I didn't feel like this pressure of like oh well how's it going to translate to podcast form or like, oh, like, what about the branding? Does this follow the brand? I had none of that <laughs> in my head, which is really good. It's a really good thing. And then I think also, uh, something that like is a challenge is feeling like, uh, even though this content is old, like I've done this content a long time ago, feeling like it's still like valuable and like, oh no, I should still put it up as like a podcast episode. So that's one of the big challenges. And so I just want to also thank all of y'all for just rocking with me through season one. I am going to be back next week with a new episode and it'll officially just be season two. And I'm going to keep taking videos from my YouTube channel and converting them into podcast form. It'll be 15 episodes per season and once i get to the end of all of the youtube videos that i think would make good podcast episodes is when i'm going to start thinking about things like guests and new topics and you know if anybody sends me in a question or sends me in a topic i will definitely work that into the schedule and it'll be right up so i just kind of want to thank y'all once again for rocking with me also there isn't subscribers only options so if you want to subscribe and pay a monthly fee and get new features get new episodes that are exclusive only to subscribers uh you can go ahead and do that and I would really appreciate that that would really help me with the runnings ons of the podcast and help me in other ways too so Here is the final episode of Season 1 of the Let's Heal Already podcast. What up, what up? I'm back at it again. For today's video, I'm going to be talking about the Broken Bird Syndrome. What is that? Well, it is this... Theory or syndrome, if you will, where like you're kind of always attracted to the same types of people. You're always attracted to people who you have to like rescue or save or help in some way in like a romantic setting usually. And so, yeah, like it was a term coined to describe this sort of relationship where you kind of enter into this like codependent relationship where it's like an over-reliance or over-dependence on a person to either feel needed or or to need someone to help you, or to rescue you, or to save you. And the way I understand it is that if you are constantly in this position where you like being the rescuer, the fixer, the saver, or like being rescued, fixed, saved, it's usually a call from your own subconscious mind to the fact that there are certain parts in you that need to be fixed and rescued and saved and healed and paid attention to and given love and grace. You know, our subconscious mind does not speak language in the same way that we understand it. It takes a different kind of language. It's like the language of like memory, emotion, and images. So the way to actually speak to your subconscious mind is by using images and emotion, really cultivating a relationship with yourself on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, where you set aside time for yourself that's to journal and talk about certain experiences and things that went wrong of what you think you needed or could need in the future and cultivate ways to get that in the future so i wanted to like talk about an experience that i had as a younger guy and eventually talk about like how this relates to bi pan people yeah i remember like growing up like especially in middle school and like being attracted to girls and wanting to rescue them and that was always like anytime i I liked the girl and had a fantasy about her it was me in this sort of like heroic rescuer saver sort of a role and position and i kind of like laugh about it now um because in a lot of ways it was quite innocent and also it was a product of what we see in the media all of the time the hero is the guy that Gets the girl and saves her and all of this stuff that is really, um, you know, misogyny. It's um, benevolent misogyny. Um, It's the idea of, like, this, like, nice guy who helps women and um, has to always save them. And so... Yeah, I look back on that and I'm just like, that's just like so funny and like kind of like innocent in certain ways. But I definitely interpret that now as certainly like a call from my subconscious mind because um my teenage years were some really turbulent times where I had a lot of uh, work to do. And I could have definitely benefited from learning about how to actually speak to the subconscious mind, how to actually feel protected in the ways that I wanted to protect other people and how to feel rescued and taken care of and paid attention to in the ways that I wanted to give to other people. Now this might ruffle some feathers but I still kind of see this play out with like certain bi and pan people where like for maybe like if it's like a bi pan man and he's attracted to women a lot of his attraction might be about playing the role of this like masculine saver benevolent patriarch and um that's something to look at and I also remember when I was younger how like before I started doing the work I think I it was hard for me to imagine myself with a guy because I was like oh I don't want him to rescue me and not because of like <laughs> not because like I wasn't there was an attraction there but it was like oh like I don't want to be like rescued so like if like I can't be with a guy because one of us has to be the rescuer and one of us has to be the saver or whatever (laughs) on top of that there was also like this like kind of jealousy even toward guys who were maybe like who fit the like masculine mold ideal mold mold of what it is to be a boy or man in ways that I didn't or couldn't there was like this like animosity or jealousy there because I felt like I didn't fit, I didn't live up to those roles in in that way, in, in those ways that this other guy did. So once I started to do the work on that stuff and comparison and all of that, like what I'm trying to say is behind the jealousy, behind the animosity was attraction. So I don't know if that's going to resonate for anybody, but I just wanted to say that. Also, I noticed that like those dynamics don't just present themselves in, like with by paying men pursuing women, they can also show up if you're also like pursuing men or talking to a man where you are drawn to people who need constant validation, who need to be reassured that their insecurities are not all they are all the time. And so I'm not saying that you should just cut these people off. They're awful people if you constantly need reassurance. What I am saying is that we want to aim for healthy interdependence. And that basically means that Everybody is able to meet their own needs and also they're able to meet other people's needs. Like it's both. It's not just like, I am the person that's constantly giving you validation over your thoughts, over your appearance, over blah, blah, blah. And it's not like I'm never giving you validation on your thoughts, your appearance, etc. So it's like, you want to get into this place where you feel like you can fill your own cup and you can ask other people to fill your cup too. And there's no like resistance toward doing either of those and you're actually quite good at doing both of those asking people for your needs and giving yourself your needs so i just kind of want to say all of that and i don't know like i I wonder how y'all will feel about this and like if this resonates for anybody what i will say is that i do notice like a lot of people in psychology especially white people kind of come from this place of like hyper independence, which is very like capitalistic and very white and Western. And um, it does ignore like how certain communities um, and and certain cultures do have a way of doing things, do have a way of of thinking about things in community. And um, I don't know if y'all realize this, but like we've been in like a loneliness, like sort of like pandemic for like the last couple of years, even before the pandemic, like tons and tons and tons of people feel extremely lonely in our society and in our culture. And I think that Part of it is this idea of like hyper independence, uh, the nuclear family, capitalism, and not knowing how to like be vulnerable and not knowing how to find people who it's safe to be vulnerable around and with. So I kind of wanted to say that because you know, I'm a critique psychology. Even though we talk about mental wellness on a channel, I'm definitely gonna critique psychology. It's definitely not all that it's cracked up to be. I kind of want to hear what y'all have to say on this. So let me know, sound it off in the comments. And if you don't want to sound off, you could just leave me some hearts behind. Also, if you would like to show me some love, you could buy me a cup of coffee. All my information is in the description box below. I'll see you next time. Peace. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the Let's Heal Already podcast. To be clear, I'm not advocating for an emotionally intelligent patriarch or for more men to begin and end their work at feeling comfortable painting their nails, wearing dresses, or expanding what falls under the fold of masculinity. Similarly, I do not want to be a highly efficient, well-adjusted worker under capitalism, which is often the aim of Western therapy models. I am calling for the system to be abolished. That system is imperialist, cis-heterosexist, white supremacist, capitalist, patriarchy. Please leave a rating or review on the platform you use to listen to this podcast and feel free free to share this with your friends donation to show support can be made at j-r-y-u-s-s-u-f on venmo